Welcome to Walking with the Archetypes, a podcast with lessons on life, love, and leadership. For more than a decade now, I've obsessively studied the King Warrior Magician Lover Archetypes, what I now call the Masculine Operating System. And in this podcast, I will reveal their secrets. So come now as we translate esoteric teachings into practical keys for how to rise in life. My name is Ivan Figenskevshelum, founder of Men's Initiation Reclaim You in a Throne. And it's time now to head outside and walk with the archetypes. Good morning, people. Welcome back. So we're going to explore the warrior archetype in some more depth today. I am out walking in the actual legit woods for the first time in a while on these podcasts. And that feels good to me. The, uh, the path has been really muddy at first and frozen over. So we're still in the phase where it freezes over in the middle of the night. But yesterday we had a nice balmy 11 degrees centigrade here in Oz. And uh, well, you translate that to Fahrenheit. That's not my expertise. So uh, that was really, really nice. And uh, I'm just so glad that spring is here. And uh, with spring, a little bit of heat in the air, let's dive more into the warrior. I have spent a lot of time investigating this archetype. So many men struggling with maintaining personal boundaries, personal power, having some sense of internal dignity, feeling self-respect, self-love and it all seems to come down to this experience of not doing what I know that I have to do, not standing up for what I feel is important and so on and so forth. It's common, maybe even a bit of a widespread condition that we're suffering through as men right now and of course it's connected to the conversation in the public, in our culture around masculinity. That as long as there is a overwhelming pressure and demand from politicians, from media, from ideologues to define masculinity as toxic, as some kind of problem, and that is happening. If you don't see that, you're not looking. That is happening at a very, very widespread level. Then there will be some kind of contamination of men's own inner masculine. That's what I see. So many men struggle with it. And again and again on Reclaiming the Throne, having a great guy with a great vision for his purpose and for how he's going to contribute to humanity, having this great guy being completely self-castrating because his masculinity in his own view is destructive, is bad, is a problem. And so he doesn't do the things with his purpose that are going to bring healing to the world because they require a certain level of agency, a certain level of penetration. And so I've seen over years of supporting men on Reclaiming the Throne, how this inner uh, poisoning of the masculine wellsprings that run deep within us how that is actually hurting the world by taking great men out of the game of bringing service to humanity. Is that a problem? 
you bet your ass it is. In uh, Robert Moore's teachings on the archetype, he envisioned an archetype as a pyramid structure where you have an integrated and healthy archetype at the apex, close to God, if you will, but it's also a, u a unity point, a synthesis point in the dialectic model. And you go down to the base, and on one, one side, left side, you have an active shadow, and on the right, a passive shadow. When a man has a, an identification with this warrior archetype, you could say that he is a little bit possessed by it. He sees himself as a warrior and that his vulnerability is bad. It's something problematic. And so he needs to posture, he needs to overcompensate when he feels sad, when he feels sensitive, when he feels raw. That's when we go into the sadist brother. That is when we go into the sadist. The active pole means to have too much identification with this archetype and accordingly too much of the actual archetypal energy because it's a real psychological force that pours into us from the collective unconscious. Then you become a sadist if it's too much and your ego structure can't contain it in a proper way. If there's too little, it's like you're cold because the heat of the archetype is completely, completely down on one, you know, one out of ten. Maybe, maybe you're literally freezing, you're freezing to death. And so you're feeling weak, uh, you're afraid of your power, you're particularly afraid of other people's power. And so in your internal world, you judge them, you resent them, you want to get back at them, you want to take them down, but it's always just an inner theater, a little performance that you play on the inside, because that somehow vindicates you, makes you feel a little better, makes you feel a little stronger, but it doesn't really come out unless you have a moment of completely exploding, which sometimes happens to nice guys. Regardless, if you have that level of dissociation from the warrior archetype, then you will experience masochism. So you have the warrior archetype in his mature form at the apex, then you have the sadist and then you have the masochist. The cultural conversation around masculinity would have it that men are sadists. We're not able to see the vulnerability in men, the, the fear in men, the masochism in men. And so when men kill themselves at like frightening numbers, we don't talk about it because it's not supposed to be like that, because men are supposed to be the posturing strong types. And so we're in a strange situation where it, there lives a masculine stereotype in progressive culture. And progressive culture almost wants to pigeonhole and force all men into that box. Even though most men that I work with, and many men in general, are not fitting that mold at all. Because they are now sensitive, they're feeling raw, they're feeling afraid, they're feeling lonely, they are suicidal. That's why they're killing themselves. And so it's 
as if this old idea of patriarchy is being kept artificially alive by progressive culture. How is that for a mindfuck? That is, the people that seem to, at least in the way they speak about it, to be most opposed to toxic masculinity, patriarchy, that they are the very people that are sustaining the force of this in the collective psyche. This is, of course, a broad stroke picture. I can bring more nuance into it, though these episodes are 10 to 15 minutes long. So obviously I won't be able to cover every nook and cranny of details here. But just look at it. Look at how progressive culture talks about masculinity in men. In men, mind you, masculinity in women is a very good thing according to the progressives, the most radicalized progressives. Uh, they, uh, they think that's a very good thing. Autonomous, strong, self-possessed. Women should be like that. It's the best kind of woman, even though she's completely annihilating her femininity in the process. But progressives don't care about femininity. They care about completely different things. The conservatives of our culture, they typically are more positive in terms of our views on masculinity. I bring the political polarity in because I, it, I see it as so relevant in, um, in viewing uh, the archetypal play in culture. And I, I'm somewhere in between liberal and conservative. If you are curious, I have generally very liberal values. Uh, and I absolutely abhor the progressive tendency to hate the West, to demonize men, to not take responsibility, to want everything to be just the table to be set so I don't need to carry my own burden and all that. I think for me, I see a wave of infantilizing, um, entitled, immature, pam pampering, pandering to, to the lowest common denominator. So I tell you straight out, I am not a progressive. I actually see the progressive left as a, as a huge, huge challenge for humanity's capacity to make it through to the next level of its own evolution. Progressives are standing right in the face of that as an obstacle for human liberation and human evolution because they don't want sovereignty. Progressives hate sovereignty. They hate it. They want dependency on them. So um, that's, a, uh, that's a quick overview of the warrior. And of course, if you are a man who wants to really bring your gifts right now to the world, to, to affect some kind of transformation, to affect some kind of liberation of human potential so that we can take the steps collectively that are required, then well, liberate the warrior inside of you and know that your power is beautiful and good. You may be a man and you may have heard a lot of shit about the way that the warrior and men have caused all kinds of death and destruction. Much of it is true. Some of it is not. Is not. Regardless, I ask you, I plead with you to start reintegrating your personal power. And uh, tomorrow I'll speak more 
about the pillars of the warrior archetype as I teach them in the ultimate intro to masculine archetypes. And um, <sighs> and now I'm just enjoying enjoying the woods this morning. There's such a crisp, beautiful quality in the air. It just feels good to breathe. Oh, the paths are still covered in crusty pieces of ice and, and snow. I guess there's gonna be some more weeks before all of the snow is gone, so. Hopefully by then Michelle and I will be in Sweden. I spoke with the Swedish police yesterday and I, I do have a sense that uh, we will be able to get across the border. But with all of the uh, freak out about new waves of COVID, I hate that word with a passion. Oh boy, do I hate that word. Um, well, we'll just have to pray. So if you can afford a prayer our way, then I really appreciate that. Okay, thanks for listening in. Have yourself a lovely day and uh, pursue that personal power. Bye for now. To learn to integrate your warrior archetype and embrace your personal power, join us on March 29th for the Five Days to Personal Power Challenge. Go to 5daystopersonalpower.com. That is the digit five, not the letters, five days to personal power.com I'll see you there